Hello and welcome to series two of the My Little Coco podcast. I am so happy to be back. I have an amazing lineup of guests for this series and I cannot wait for you to hear them. For those of you that are new to the show, in this... For those of you that are new to the show, in this podcast, I speak to my guests about their parenting journeys, what they've learned along the way and what they still need to figure out. We'll be talking about sleep, mostly the lack of it, the importance of well-being, the myths around breastfeeding and everything else in between. I'll be getting as many tips and tricks from my guests about how to find these balances because let's face it, they're not little for long. Well, I am very happy to be joined by my guest today, singer, songwriter and actor. She has released albums, won multiple awards, but today I want to talk to her about being mum. Here is Jamelia on the My Little Coco podcast. So first of all, congratulations. I've not seen you since you've become a mum of four. Yes. So, you know, the last time I saw you, I was... I was experiencing morning sickness, so it was. I came on the hit list. Yes, so I was pregnant oh, you then. Ill. Yeah, you well, must it well, girl. I was so sick. Was Honestly, you? I was like, oh my god. You were like the most now. beautiful <laughs> person suffering <laughs> morning sickness. <laughs> no. A lot of makeup. Oh my goodness, me. Honestly. And so since then, so that was yeah. yeah the last time I saw you. Yeah. Goodness me, your world has changed. <laughs> Honestly, you have no idea. You have no idea. And how <laughs> how was your fourth pregnancy? Because I like like I've got three kids, mm-hmm. right? I feel like if I was ever to get pregnant again, yeah. you feel like you know what to expect. You know the drill. Right. Yeah. Nah. Was, was was that this one for you or, <laughs> no, or no? no? Not at all. I think. So this pregnancy, I was forty-one. Um, so my first pregnancy, I was nineteen mm-hmm. when I got pregnant. Mm-hmm. My second pregnancy, I was twenty-five, and then my third pregnancy, I was thirty-six. You know, it's in the theme here. And then, <laughs> and then this pregnancy, I was forty-one, and they've all been so different. But this one, this one, I have to say, was it was really scary for me. And I don't want to. St- I don't want to start this on like a negative or anything no, no, like no, that. It's not. But it's real. Entering into a pregnancy, knowing those statistics about black women being more likely to die Mm -hmm. in pregnancy and childbirth. Mm -hmm. None of my other pregnancies, I didn't know that. So going into this pregnancy, honestly, it was like, it was like, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant. And then, oh my gosh, but what if I die? And literally, literally, that was my emotion at that moment. Because you've almost been like... You know, and obviously, we know we spoke about this before and, you know, the documentary that mm-hmm. I did and mm-hmm. the five times more campaign, Tanika mm-hmm. um, and Chloe, that did that yeah. incredible campaign and they're constantly, you know, yeah. can, they continue to campaign. Mm-hmm. But they sort of brought that stark headline exactly. to the forefront yeah. of the media. Mm. And I kind of, and I remember when I got when I got approached to do this documentary, I remember thinking... I was pregnant. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm like reading up. I'm like, okay, this is not something I can say no to because I'm Mm -hmm. here for this. But now I'm like, good. And it was in the time of lockdown. And then then you were also told if you were pregnant Mm -hmm. and you were going to catch the coronavirus, you were also (laughs) going to die. Like you just, it was just a very overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So so I totally get that. I totally get that. And it's sort of like you're protected before because you don't, Really know, you like, know, you know you exactly hear things in the community, and you mm-hmm. have 
opinions and beliefs, but yeah. you're not sure that yeah. you are you don't five have times more likely. Yeah, scientific mm-hmm. research. Mm-hmm. And it was, honestly, I, I just... So that's what made my pregnancy different. Did it make you anxious? Did you get I that? I was anxious yeah. the whole time, the whole time. And, and, and a, quite a few things went wrong during my pregnancy. Right. I don't know if it's because of age or... Um, just but, because of the pregnancy. Just, yeah. just you know, yeah. but... Um, and it was just... Every little thing that went wrong, it was like, oh my gosh, this is it. Even like I had a cesarean, I've never had a cesarean before. While I was on the the table, I stopped like I stopped breathing. The oh. anaesthetic affected my lungs, oh my and gosh. I couldn't breathe. And so then again, I was like, okay, this is when it's going to happen. And I had my oh I had my seventeen year old with me in the theatre. Honestly, what whatever could have went wrong in that, and I don't want to scare anyone. I genuinely don't. No, but it's just because... real, and you've had three other pregnancies and, <laughs> yeah. and labours that haven't looked like that. <laughs> exactly. But it, it's, it's 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 a weird thing with with C sections, and we spoke mm. about this on this podcast yeah. many of times. Yeah. I've had three, mm-hmm. right, and it wasn't. I always speak about how I thought I was going to be Earth Mum. So yeah. I thought I'm like, I am. I think I'll sneeze and my yeah. baby will come out. And everyone sort of told me that as yeah, well. Of course. I thought, you know, my mum was like, oh no, you'll be fine. Yeah. You're... And that's, and so it wasn't part of my plan. Mm-hmm. Literally, I walk around sometimes and I'm like, so all these women have had caesareans. Like you've 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 done it too. Yeah. You did that. Like yeah. and you're still and you and like people like you and you went again. Because I'm like, there is no way I could do yeah. that more than once. It yeah. was and on top of that, like my experience of mm-hmm. pregnancy was seriously spoilt, um, oh. which I'm really happy to talk about. Yeah. Um, but it was um so I was already having an awful time and then for that to happen and is that then the cherry for it on to top? Honestly, I think the cherry on top was the aftermath. For me, I kind of felt like I was being forced into asking for help. Like, I literally had to call my daughters, can you help me to the toilet? That that was just so alien to me. Like, my daughters... A mum asking a daughter. Yeah, do you know what I mean? My daughters are... Like, any of my friends and my family, they always say that my daughters are spoiled. And I'm like, yeah, and I love it. I love that I can give my children whatever I want to be able... You know, I want to Mm -hmm. give them. And... I don't know. I want them to live a soft life from now. I want. I don't want them to feel like they've got to earn a soft life. Yeah. Like you're entitled to it. I want yeah. them to feel entitled. Yeah. And I know that might seem like a strange thing to say, but especially as young black women, I'm mm-hmm. like, no, you're you're gonna go out into this world and you're gonna expect it and you're gonna expect it to treat you well. Yeah. And you know, just the power of manifestation and your thoughts. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Then the world will. The world will you know, fall in line yeah. and, and support what you believe about yourself. And it does, yeah. And they've had to tap into this strength that I didn't necessarily want them to. Mm. But at the same time, I think it's good because they now know they have it too, if you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, and I think there's also an argument for, like you said, like your friends will be like, wow, you do everything for them. There's, <laughs> there's almost an argument for actually, that's because I want to and that's because they're, exactly. they're my everything and I will always mm-hmm. do everything for my mm-hmm. kids. But guess what? They can still... Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, yes. When and when when times are hard, which mm-hmm. times will be in everybody's yeah. life, it goes like that Absolutely. constantly. Yeah. Guess what? They can, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, they can pull it out the back. And I didn't. And think, that's because yeah. how you've braced yeah. them, though. I think one of the things with me as a parent, I've always been really intentional from day one, mm. even when I didn't know what I was doing at twenty years old. Like I, you know, I didn't necessarily have all the the facts and figures, yeah. but. I was always very intentional. What am I? What, what's my child seeing? Who is who is she around? What you know? What are her, are her influences? Her environment? Yeah. And those things I've really, 
I've really thought about. But as you said, it's kind of like all of these lessons, like, you know, 22 years of lessons. When it was game time, I I can't explain to you how these girls, like my older two especially, 22 and 17, how they just stepped up to the plate. And I'm sorry, I do pat myself on the back sometimes. You need to back yourself here. Absolutely. (laughs) Not sometimes. That needs to be a daily occurrence. Like, honestly, this is... I wanted to talk to you, obviously... I didn't know this story and now I'm just like okay wow this is adding layers Mm. and layers to what we wanted to Mm. talk about Yeah, because I wanted our focus today was raising girls and goodness me if anybody I know you probably (laughs) feel like you've never got this because we never feel like that we always feel like we're still sort of getting our way through the mess Mm. but if anybody has got this it's you (laughs) and it's so interesting because you've got girls of of all different ages and there Mm -hmm. are so many different you know, things that I've learned from Alaya, who's nearly 10, to yeah. Valley, who's six. And I think, well, when she gets to that age, I know what I'm doing now. Yes, yes. Do you parent in the way that you thought you would parent? I think I do. I think I, I think I always wanted to be really present. I always wanted to make sure that my children felt heard and seen. Mm-hmm. I think my biggest shock was that my children would be totally different to each other. So I thought, well, this worked with Tasia, so it's going to work with Tiani. Yeah. And it's oh, gosh, no. <laughs> yeah. No. Like, they are all totally different humans and require a different version of me. Yeah. But again, I kind of really see that as a blessing because it's like, you know, step your game up or change lanes, move the goalposts. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel... I feel like I'm being really challenged and I'm being really used. And I say it to them all the time, like I'm so honoured to be their mum. Like Mm. I really just, I just feel like it's such a blessing. I get to see this, I get to affect them. I get to, you know, I love it when they come for advice and, you know, um, they require totally different versions of me. My 22 year old, like at first I was like, you shouldn't be, you know, that that idea that you shouldn't be friends with your kids. Yeah. She's 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 probably my, no. She is my best, best friend. friend. She really is my best friend. And at first, but does that I, hit a certain age? Because she's twenty two now, and I yeah. feel like like she's learned life. Like I thought like I had, I got married when I was yeah. young. I got married at twenty three, and then yeah. fell pregnant with the layer after. Like yeah. you know, you hadn't yeah, had at her. 20. At, yeah, exactly. At 20. I'd already had. So her is that this... because now she is? You almost feel like she's. Like you feel like your lessons that you're teaching Mm. her although Mm. she's always going to ask you for advice I still ask my mum for everything (laughs) but you've got to the point where you're not you're not worried about if she's going to go out and cause trouble or you're not worried if she's going to yeah. hang out with the wrong crew. So my, yeah. Is yeah. that because she's I, almost formed, if, that, if that's what I, I'm trying I, I to say? I know exactly what you mean. I think there is definitely like a turning point in their teenage years where you have to begin to show respect for who they have decided to be. Yeah. One of the first lessons I think I learned is that, you know, your child is not an extension of you. You're, mm. you, you have been blessed with this child God, the universe has sent this child to you for a reason. You are meant to be this child's mom. Yeah. And I kind of feel like I I've spent I've spent I've spent half of my life figuring out, okay, what do you need? So but even with like my five even with my five month old, mm. I'm like, who are you? Who who do you need to be? What do you need from me? What do you need? What version of me do you need? What yeah. and I and I still do that. And even with my twenty two year old, I think there was a point where it was like, okay, she 
she's basically telling me, even not if, if it's not in words, that she's got this for herself, mm. that I need to trust her. Yeah, and you've got to and trust that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it just something that happens that you just think, do you know what, I know she's got this now. I trust what I've put into her too. I trust her. So I think, first of all, each child has to be dealt with on an individual basis. Mm. Like, who is she mm -hmm. and is she ready to do this? There are certain things that my 22-year-old still requires me for that my 17-year-old doesn't. Really? Yeah, That's my, interesting. My 17-year-old. My, my, my oh, from, from my 17-year-old... I keep calling her Tiani. Her name is Tiani. <laughs> from Tiani was about three. Maybe not even three. Maybe one or two. Everyone just... She just... She... she she just knew herself and she's always been very clear about communicating who she is. Whereas Tasia's been on more of a journey to find herself and I feel right. like she still is. Whereas Tiani is very clear, this is who I am, this is what I'm going to be. She wants to be a choreographer. She's um and she's doing it like she's, you know, she's very sure of herself. So so at the moment we live in we've moved to Liverpool from Birmingham right, okay. so we now live in Liverpool and Tiani goes to a performing arts college and she travels from Liverpool to Birmingham every day. Oh she's focused. There is there is no way I would have I would have been okay with Tasia doing that just because of who she is yeah. and knowing that yeah just knowing her as a person yeah. and I, I you know Tiani I'm like yeah go I, tr I trust you to do so it. So funny, because I see those little things already in my girls. Like, yeah. Alea wants to be liked. Yes. Wants to, you know, I mean, I suppose ultimately we all want to be liked, mm. but, you know, that's important to mm -hmm. her. It's important to her to, you know, appeal. You Sounds know, the like Tasia. Really, yeah. 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 It really where does. My, where my middle valley mm -hmm. is like, every time I do a parents and I know this I see it from the outside yeah. but it's funny they obviously they see a lot in school of too course. and she's like she'll play with the boys with the, like one yes. minute she dressed as Spider-Man and then yeah. she wants to like, and everybody <laughs> wants to play with her but she's actually not yeah. interested yeah. to the point where I'll be like oh you've been invited to that's, this it's yeah. actually awkward for me now yeah. to be honest that's... you've been invited to this birthday party and the mum's chasing me whether she she's like oh I don't really play with her that much I'm, I, I'm okay it literally sounds like you're I'm describing like, Tiani really? literally literally so exactly the and same and I'm almost like Oh, how do you sort of reply to go? She doesn't really play with them, so she doesn't really want to come. But she's just so like, oh no, I'd rather mm. not that day. Can I do? Mm. And you know, I'm not going to make her go to a yeah. party. She's not bothered yeah. but because she really is. So this is my advice. And again, I learned this from Tiani. Just be honest. Yeah. Tiani doesn't want to come. Yeah. Tiani doesn't, and yeah. and that parent is going to have to deal with hearing the truth because mm. I feel like we exist in a much more beautiful world if everyone's honest. Yeah, it's not so everyone's going to react to honesty in the same way, but that's not your problem. No. Your girls will feel advocated for, heard, yeah, you're so right. and not forced. It. I I can I can remember, and no disrespect to my mom at all, but I can remember being in places or around people that I didn't feel comfortable with when I was younger. Because it was the right thing to exactly. go. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind, it's nice, it's polite. And I don't encourage those kind of things. I, I, no, politeness is important to me, having manners. Yeah. But you don't, you, you don't have to go anywhere you don't want to go. Mm. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. And you are in charge of you before anyone else. Yeah. And th those are things that I really instill in them, not only for me to advocate for them, but for them to advocate for themselves. Yeah. yeah. Little things like they don't have to hug people if they don't want to. They don't have to speak to anyone if they don't want to. Mm -hmm. If... um. You know, I encourage I, whenever somebody kind of approaches because people are, you know, people are lovely and they're like, oh, come on, 
and and yeah, but some and people I'll, that's too much for. Well, this and I Valley is too much for. There she, you go. And, and she won't. Yeah, she is like her own, which I love. And me and yeah. my say, like someone will say to her. Someone said to her the other day, "Hi Val," and she uh, was like, "My name's Valentina." Or Valley, it. it's not yes, Val. Yes, girl. I was like, oh. But she said, it's so polite. "Like you can, yes. like you say, you can advocate for yourself mm-hmm. without. It doesn't have to be rude. It, it, it doesn't. doesn't have, yeah. And you know, I would never. And I, I share the same beliefs as you do. Mm. Like I would never. But you're right. To the parent, I'm not. I wouldn't say she doesn't want to come. Yeah. To yeah. the parents, so you're right mm-hmm. there. I would say, "Oh, we can't make that. Sorry. Yeah. I hope she's a lovely time." Yeah. That's yeah. what I say because yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. and that's yeah. probably a me thing. It is. It Do you is. know what I mean? But and and, that, and that's why I say like I've learned so much from my mm. girls. So I I I now feel able to communicate honestly because my daughters yeah. do. And yeah. because I've encouraged them to, and it's kind of like, well, you said this to me, so, and you're not doing it, yeah. and it's kind of like, oh wow, yeah, you got back yourself, <laughs> life comes at you fast. But and and you know and and. But I also teach other people how to deal with them as well. So my five-year-old, she does not like hugging people that she doesn't know. She doesn't like, she, you know, she's she's not are we shy. Raising the same, are we raising the same girl? <laughs> I, I think we are. I think we are. But she, yeah. And, and so it's my job to kind of help her with that. And mm. so, if so how somebody, do you handle that? If I come up to yeah. her and I'm like, oh my God, it's so lovely yeah, to meet you and I yeah. want to hug her. How do, you, how do mm. you do that? So So I kind of will let you know by asking her so i'll be like do you want to do you want to give Rochelle a hug, give Rochelle a hug? Yeah. And do you she, want to give yeah. and it, and and she's like no, i mommy. hope yeah and if she says no i hope that you will respect you don't her have to enough give me a hug, do you know yeah, what i mean exactly and, but it's also made me like that because i'm i am i'm auntie jim to every child that i come across i'm just kind <laughs> yeah, of like i'm too. such a, ch- yeah. a kid friendly mm, person mm. but they're people aren't they so because of because of true I now kind of like, would you like to give me a hug? Or can I, you know, I don't even ask, can I have a hug? It's not about me. It's about them. Are you comfortable to give me a hug? Especially after COVID and stuff. So many kids weren't hugging, touching. And also we we sort of drilled it into them, but you mustn't. If they went back to school, (laughs) it was like, you mustn't touch, you mustn't. (laughs) Exactly. What do you think the most challenging thing is about raising girls i think for me i'm gonna totally contradict myself Mm -hmm. here but it's the exposure to all this knowledge to so much to way too much and and that kind of tug of war of should she have a phone should she not have a phone should she have tiktok this is my life and, and it's and honestly i have changed my mind so many times even my 17-year-old, she still does not have full access to just free reign on the internet. And it's because I think we've all done it. We've all gone down that rabbit hole. And I'm, and, and it's kind of like, I don't oh, 100%. know. 100%. I don't know if you're ready for that information. I don't know, you know, like, there's, you know, there have been times where my children, well, especially like my older two, have come across the most inappropriate stuff and it's like and you're like who's policing this and 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 then it's kind of like oh it's got to be me but then society is telling me that my children should you know that should it's so hard and it's particularly if they're at school so i'm dealing with like alaya's like 10 so a lot of the kids have got phones for their birthday if they didn't have already Mm -hmm. and i'm trying to stay true to she doesn't need yeah, a phone yeah i drop you to school i pick mm-hmm. you up from school it's me or your dad or your nan <laughs> like you the weekends we're all together yes. there's not 
you, no she's need. got an iPad yeah. that she does bits on. There you go. And you know, she can she does FaceTime yeah. on it to me or to Yeah. For me I'm like, you don't need a yeah. phone. Yeah. Because I'm I don't know what I'm worried mm. about because really and if I look at it with one brain, yeah. like when I talk to my brother, mm. he defends her. Obviously okay. not around her. Yeah, yeah. If you do yeah, it around yeah. her, yeah, I yeah. get him. <laughs> um, he'll be like, But it's no different to the iPad, it's mm. just a, it's just mm. a different format. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, yes, but on the iPad, she doesn't have things like... T- they all want Snapchat. Exactly. They want, something exactly. that I don't use. I don't mm-hmm. have a Snapchat, so I Me wouldn't neither. know the first thing on how to work yeah. it. And I'm not... Yeah. So if, if I was going to be in that situation, I'd have to sort of be on this for a exactly. few months and see what I'm letting her exactly. be exposed to. Mm-hmm. There are so many different... But I think when you go to SCORM, then we all parent different, right? And that's mm-hmm. fu- that's the way the world works and that's yeah. what makes it beautiful. I'm not against mm-hmm. it. But when you've got somebody else that's allowed that and then you're not, and mm-hmm. then that's used an example, then a couple more creep in mm. and then there's a few of the mm. friends that have it and then yeah. you don't. It's trying to hold your nerve, but almost, mm-hmm. I don't want it to be archaic. Like, you know, I'm sure there was a period of time when my mum was like, I don't want her to have a computer. Then yeah. we all use them to learn in school. Exactly. So you kind of exactly. need to move with it. I think, so for me, So what I will say to that, my 17-year-old only just got a phone for her birthday. Wow. And still... Oh my gosh, I'm going to play... This is what I'm telling my... I can't wait to say this when I go home at dinner. And still, she's got restrictions on her phone and she, you know, and she hates them. And I'm like, okay, if you if you don't want restrictions because obviously she wants she wants the top of the range phone that's fine mm. but you buy your own phone then and when you're in a position to buy your own phone um you know that's that's fine and you know she hasn't got a job but I, mm. like i know she's not buying no she, phone she's not buying a phone <laughs> <laughs> so you're like you buy yeah, your own yeah yeah and but for me i i'm really trying to teach them like use 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 like all anything online anything use it as a tool so like my even my my 22 year old she she does like content creation mm. and so I fully support her in that I make sure she has everything she needs yeah. the camera stuff like that because you're using it as a tool yeah. I don't want you mindlessly scrolling and that's what that's my 17 year old is doing that's the and difference. so because of that you've got you've got you know an hour on any like she, so it's one hour but she can go on TikTok Instagram yes 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 um, she hasn't got Snapchat because mm-hmm. the messages disappear and I'm like well that's scary, bye <laughs> what for oh, why God. why yeah. do they need to disappear like yeah. I, I need to because and another thing I do and I'm going to sound like such a Mrs Trunchbull but I'm just like <laughs> I do spot checks I don't like for me, I I do that with the iPad no, yeah. just to double check because they can yeah, iMessage, can't exactly. they? The friends, so I all oh, I'm always forever like and, having and a I always suit. think like so um, my 17 year old she's also not allowed to have her phone in her room because I'm like, would I let all of these people on her phone in her room at 10 o'clock at night? No, I wouldn't. Mm. So they've and and it's kind of like I'm creating like physical physical barriers so that she thinks about just think about it think about what you're doing and when i say i do spot checks i'm not like it's not like everybody stand up no. straight yeah <laughs> no. i know it's what you lit- mean you just it's want literally it. just yeah. once in a while yeah. do you know what i mean and, and I'll, I'll have and a look has it been obviously she's because she is 17 have you yeah. you know i'm when i'm talking about a it's because she's about to turn 10 of so it's course. kind of easier of course for me yes how, like yeah. how what was her reaction so like, is that is that if, been hard for you? Is it caused any tension between your relationship because you're trying well, to set these boundaries? So so again, I think I need to explain that she I I I think I first gave her a phone when she was eight, right? And I regretted it, mm-hmm. totally regretted it. Mm-hmm. She was, you know, she was speaking to like just. I think she even downloaded Snapchat, and I remember. Mm-hmm. 
seeing a message and it was like a man in America and the horror oh, gosh, the yeah. horror that I felt like I was like what like and, and I don't actually no I think she was about 12 and I was just oh she she can't have a phone no she mm. like she because she doesn't have that discernment she doesn't have that you know she's still a child yeah, of and course. and I'm and when you give them social media especially you're giving them access to anyone who's on social and media it's hard to constantly police it exactly. you're raising a family you've got other children around Honestly, by the time you're yeah. se- seeing to one yeah. a message could have come in on that, that's absolutely. what worries me yeah absolutely and the thing is as well we have to remember that our children by by proxy our children in the public eye I'm reluctant to kind of share my girls mm. social media pages on yeah, social media that. because Anytime, anytime I have, like with my 22 year old, for instance, she'll have like weirdos sending her messages and, mm. you know, and, and re- really inappropriate things. Like maybe they can't get to me, so they'll get to her. It's so scary. And I kind of feel like, but I'm always moving the goalposts because one minute, you know, one minute I'm doing this and then the next I do that. But that I feel like, I feel like because society moves the goalposts mm. like it's all right you know for, and also these apps are constantly evolving and changing yeah. so one minute you can it's it's, it's an instagram everybody wants yeah. and yeah. you could make it private and you could see who they're following yes. and make sure yeah. they only they're not constantly on it and posting yeah. stories all day but yeah. then all of a sudden now there's reels mm-hmm. on there and then there's this and mm-hmm. then there are these new little status things and, i've just and, seen yes. i'm like is it, yes. this is another exactly. bit of for me to Ex- do <laughs> exactly but I, it, it's because mm-hmm. it, the goalposts are moving it, absolutely you, you kind of need to and I, do you know bring another, yours with another it. thing I think, especially like with girls as well, we have to remember like even as adults, we can see things online and be like, oh, I need to look like that, or I should, I should be well, there. This is I what should. I was going to ask you. And that's what. That's what all. Like I've had my my daughter said to me. Um, it was about a week ago, and she said she said, oh, you know, I I don't look right, and I I just <sighs> literally like my heart just broke, and it was like. Like, and I was just literally like, who who told you that? Yeah. And she's like, well, and she's she's basically referring to everything, you know, everything online. And, and I'm like, yeah, but you're following like Ice Spice and Megan the Stallion. I was like, these people don't look like that either. <laughs> and I was like, let me be your example. Look mm. at the pictures I post. And you know that I don't look like that 24-7. I always say this. So my thing <laughs> is like... My, I keep my Instagram like I'd like my house when people come over. Right. So if you was like, right. I'm on my way over, I'm getting a quickly put everything <laughs> exactly. in the cupboard. And da, 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 da. Oh. It's still me and it's honest and exactly. you're in my house. Exactly. But it's a nicer version of my house before house. it looked chaotic house. a minute ago. <laughs> so that's it. It's like, and it's the same yeah. thing with Instagram. Mm-hmm. It looks nice. Mm-hmm. It's real. I'll yeah. talk about stuff I want to talk about yes. on it. But I also feel there's other pressure to be overly honest yeah. and overshare, yeah. which yeah. I don't, is not me. Yeah. No. So I think one thing I want to talk to you about mm. is confidence and mm. body confidence, yeah. which that leads into nicely. Yeah. For me, raising girls, that mm. is something that I'm so, so mm-hmm. particular about. Yep. To the point where if my mum comes in or, you know, friends or family and they go, oh, We've got your birthday next week. I need to go on a diet before that. Or no. Because yeah. adults do that in passing. <laughs> yeah, we do. Alaya's yeah. over in the corner playing. Yeah. And I really just hate them mm-hmm. exposed to that language mm-hmm. because I don't want them to ever feel that exactly. that applies to them. Exactly. But and, and again, and this is this this is this is something that, you know, I, I think I've kind of mentioned it already. Mm. Like our kids change us like they change us profoundly like mm. there are certain things that you know especially like when we were like singing and stuff like that 
this would have been normal conversation. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But like, you're not not around my girls. Don't don't, funny, don't even mention it? the word diet around my girls. No, no such thing no. doesn't exist. And don't don't. And I think another in the way thing, is you need a good balanced diet. That's yes, the only time yes, you get exactly, hear that word. exactly. It's true. Like, are we? For me, it's like you know, I want every meal to be enjoyed. Mm. I don't want you to be thinking about it. You know. And as you said, like you make healthy choices, so you know we'll we'll promote healthy choices. But also, if we want to have a KFC, we will. And and it's so important to for Teach me to promote balance. that because they're girls and not only are they they're girls in 2023 and that's a it's a totally different mm. world like we had it but i feel like it's worse because every day they're getting subconscious messaging on what they're supposed to look like there's even popular body shapes and i'm like yeah but which also changes <laughs> constantly right another thing with me as well we're all shaped differently in my house mm, so Tasia's slim i'm kind of like I think they call it slim thick. I'm gonna I'm gonna own that. Oh, and I then, like that. Then, <laughs> we're going with and that. And then and then Tiani, she's so voluptuous. And so it's kind of like you can't say I can't say don't say anything, don't say negative about anyone about being slim. Any, yeah. Don't say and, and don't You're say so negative right. at, don't say anything negative at all. Like your body is a blessing. You know, there there are so many things that we're capable of and it's kind of like I really try and maintain like a celebratory environment, like yeah. especially when it comes to around bodies. And even my five-year-old knows the sentence like "Don't body shame." You know, oh, you must, you must, God. you must not body shame. And and I, I kind of feel like I don't know. It's really important. It's really important for them to get certain messages as early as possible. Like we we are literally fighting against a society that's saying, you know, this is the body, Kim Kardashian, Kylie yeah. Jenner. And whilst I, it used I to will be look at Kate them as well. Moss and it exactly. used to be so like it, it's a constant exactly. Do you remember it used to be like my mum said when I was probably my you know, ten. Mm. It was all about does my bum look big in this? Exactly. And it was exactly nobody wanted. And she was Ex like, I used to hate that I had Ex a bum. Exactly. And then now it's like <laughs> the bum is celebrated, which is well, it makes is life it. a lot easier for us. Well, but then for the is... side that don't have the bum, then exactly. so there you go. And it's kind of like so Tiani might say something, and I'll be like, Do you know people pay to look like that? Mm. But then I'm kind of like, Hold on, oh, but God, I don't want. Yeah. I don't want <gasps> this one to feel. And it's kind of like, but this is a model body, and I'm like, Oh, but. I don't, and it's yeah. it's a, it's just a nightmare. Yeah. And I it's just like kind a, of tennis. <laughs> it, lit it literally is. But I feel like for me, what a beautiful opportunity to, you know, to celebrate the diversity mm. of us. And what, as as I said, what I find again most difficult is kind of fighting against social media or or yeah, it is social media because I don't or really media. feel. Yeah, I feel like I feel like my kids don't really consume. Mainstream also, media, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you're that, so right. Do I don't you know think what I mean? It's, it, it's the TikTok, and, and, that's, the, yeah. and that's in their hands, and it can be constant. And I'm just kind of like, so I'm. I'm so is it worse? Do you know what I mean? Well, this, this, well, that's because a, we saw we put the news on. We saw exactly, we, we, on, on the telly or those, or, you know, those kind of CDUK performance yes. shows or a magazine <laughs> a week, yeah. and you waited until those magazines come, and then you had a look, and that exactly. was that. It wasn't like a constant. It is constant, and I think that's why. Uh, put kind of restrictions on especially my 17 year old and I'm I'm always lecturing them like I'm always lecturing them try and give yourself a break for instance my 17 year old she's really into like makeup and, and mm. hair and stuff like that and I want to support her in that but she was not allowed to wear makeup until I knew she loved herself she loved yeah. what her face looks like and and it was the, you know it's the same with both of my older girls and now to see 
to see, a, you know, sometimes she'll go to school, to college with a full face of makeup on and other times she'll be bare-faced and she's just as confident. And, you know, that for me is like a little so win. how do you teach? Oh, it's, it's a, fa- it's a it's big a- win. It's a big, it's a big win where you're like, yes, it's those yeah. little things that yeah. you notice. How, the, like, the confidence in your own skin is something mm. that can be hard to teach, as you Absolutely. say, when there's, like, you know, we've all been there where we want to... Oh, I want to look pretty. I want to put makeup yeah. on. I want to use this. Yeah. I want to do this to my hair. I want to. Yeah. How do you, how do you go about teaching? I mean, obviously we we all you know you're beautiful the way you are. Oh, or, yeah. You know this that yeah. and the other. And Elaine's like, look at this, isn't this? And I'm like, well, you don't need any of that. And that's yeah. always my approach. But how how do you go deeper than that? So for me, it's not about telling them. It's about showing them, mm. being the example. You have to be brave enough not to wear makeup mm-hmm. sometimes because you're telling this little girl not to. You know, you don't need makeup, but not leave your house with your makeup on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was that person. You're so right. And it was kind of like, no, I have to do this. But again, it was a lesson in self-love for myself. Like, like, like you know, I, now I'm I'm so like, I love skincare. I love all of yeah. that kind of thing. And it's like, and I'm just as happy to leave the house without makeup oh, on same. as I am yeah, yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for them, it's lovely to see. Like, I celebrate my natural hair, mm-hmm, but then sometimes mm-hmm. I might want to straighten it, put on a weave. Because, and I think that's what's important to me. Like, one day mm. my curls are out, one day yes. I've cut it off. One yes. day. But I think it's also, I want them to know that you, there are so many different, you're allowed to be creative and you're allowed Absolutely. to sort of, have diversity mm-hmm. in your appearance in your because you can self. Yeah. yeah but as long as you love who you are naturally mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. and that gets exposed yeah. you're allowed because I, I went on this real sort of journey for so long about mm. I'm only going to wear my hair curly yeah. because the, yeah. and then I thought I actually do want to I, I, I want it a, a little bob switch today. sometimes exactly and then I'm like, what, what, what now and then I become mm. conscious of what I'm now teaching you can only do this yeah. that you haven't got options yes, exactly. so maybe that is the wrong message and again I was exactly the same I feel, honestly I feel like we're just we're just talking <laughs> in the mirror here but I was exactly the same because I was like okay natural hair journey and the reason I went natural in the first place was because my then almost 16 year old um, she was like oh I'm, I'm going to be 16 soon so I have to relax my hair I was like no you don't yeah bone straight weave and I'm like yeah. and, you know my hair was bone straight and I was like oh but I relaxed my hair so, so and I did exactly the same yeah. thing right I have to just wear mm. it natural all the time mm. but then I was like I kind of like having my hair straight like sometimes variety is the spice I like, of life yeah, yeah. I like putting some colours in and I'm like you know what and then again so it was kind of like you can do what you want do what you want. Mm. If you want to have straight hair today and and afro the next, it's just to me the beauty love of it, who you are, right? That you get exactly, to do exactly, exactly. And I and I feel like I, as time has gone on, more and more, I've just been more hell bent on not keeping my daughters in a box. Yeah, the, like like who who are you and and how you know how can i ensure that they are free enough to discover exactly who they are and and not only that the amount of changes they've seen me go through mm. i think it's a blessing as well because it's like you don't have to you don't have to decide at 18 that this is who i am i have been a million different people and you know now now i'm i'm a like a full-time actress what the hell like yeah. do you know what i mean like I wasn't. I wasn't a full time actress a year ago. Do you know what I mean? But now they're but seeing me do inspiring. this. It's lovely. How and inspiring! I, yeah, but I, you, your core of you doesn't mm, change. Yeah, well, this but is you're it. allowed to have so many different chapters and a- strings to absolutely. your back. Absolutely, I think it's the way that we grew up. You were. A, I remember even when I first like started hosting telly. Yeah, it was sort of seen as if. 
oh, she thinks she can host telly now. Yeah. Because, and almost <laughs> like, and, and it was also by like industry people and yeah, peers. Absolutely. And, you know, that's still what I do and mm-hmm. it is my job, but it was mm-hmm. almost like, but you're the pop star. Yeah, exactly. What, you, and it's sort mm-hmm. of like, well, it doesn't mean, I, I remember going to like performing arts school every Sunday I would mm-hmm. go. And when I was at performing arts, we, we sang, we danced, we acted, we did yeah. media, we did tap, we did more, mm-hmm. we did a bit of everything. Yeah. And yeah. It, like, who's to tell you that actually now you're, this is what you do. Well, and, and, and that's, that's the thing. I think society tells us that you do need to make a choice and stick with it for the mm. rest of your life. That's so boring. Like I... I just I was listening to a TED talk a few years ago mm-hmm. and I've discovered that I'm what they call a multi-passionate and right. it just means that you are you know you you love to do lots of things like yeah. you don't necessarily want to put yourself in a box and I think you are as well well I've got told the same thing yeah. I'm a I'm a, I did this human design thing the other day that I'm obsessed with I'm a, a manifesto generator, generator. <laughs> don't lie <laughs> are you really <laughs> no way! Oh, yeah, that is oh, yeah. so weird. That's so weird. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I've become obsessed with that, and yeah. I'm like, it explains me. And it's like one of the like defining things. I was like, you don't, mm. you didn't, you won't decide at 18 that you want to be an accountant and exactly. do that for the rest of your life. That is not exactly. you. You want to do this that, and the other. Yeah. There's a reason that you're put here to do that, mm-hmm. and that's why you should. Exactly. That, you know, exactly. And, I, and that's I, it spoke to me. I was like, oh yeah. my god, this is literally me. I highly recommend doing the human design for all of your kids as well. Yeah, yeah. that's what she and, said to me. Oh, yeah. I've, I've started yeah. to put the girls in I've the stopped, other day. Just started, just started doing it's, doing mine for the, and it it makes like so much sense. Like yeah, that's so crazy. Tasha's the same as me wow. as well. She's your eldest. Yeah, um, yeah, she's my eldest. Yeah, she's, my eldest yeah. is the same yeah, as me. Yeah. How oh, crazy! This is really weird. Yeah, this is really weird. That is really strange, <laughs> isn't it? Wow. Yeah, I've I've recently become really obsessed with it just because of how accurate it is, and yeah. I'm like. I just feel like, okay, so imagine as a parent, if you know these things about your children from now, you know, I know this about my my five-month-old and my five-year-old. Yeah. Like, imagine the type of parent I can be. And I think... Yeah. I think for me, I really feel... I never want to stop wanting to parent my children. Obviously, I'm... You know, I've got to send them out into the world at mm. some point. But I just... I want to be impactful. I want them yeah. to, you know... I literally want to send my children off into the world whole mm. and yeah. as whole as they can be. I've always been hell-bent on kind of really keeping the magic around them, like oh, believing same. in, Everything. you know, fairies and, oh. you know, every every type of every type of fictional character, yeah. like, they exist. There's a fairy that visits our house every time True's good. I, I'm with and you. <laughs> because when that magic runs out, that, right? that, that will break me. It's, it, it's, it's the worst time... But it's also just understand that it's the beginning of a new chapter. Yeah. It's the beginning of a kind. And what's the new I, magic? Exactly, mm-hmm. and and because it's 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 a time when their innocence goes. Do you know what I mean? And you're like, oh, oh, they don't believe in fairies anymore. Oh my gosh! But that being said, you start to develop more of a friendship and more of an understanding. And I yeah. think it's about kind of respecting them. I have to tell you about this. So when um when Tiani turned nine. I'd been single since I uh, broke up with her dad. Mm-hmm. And um, when she turned nine, um, she made herself a sandwich. And I can't tell you how much I cried. Because <gasps> I was like, oh, my goodness, she doesn't need me anymore. Mm. And I remember being so devastated that, you know, she wasn't, you know, that, that, that baby. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like we have to see that kind of transition as an opportunity. I, all of my children, I think, okay, when this was me, 
or if this was me, what would I need? It's like, yeah. you know, when they say like speaking to your inner child, I think being a parent, you're allowed to have an outer child and it's kind of like you're getting to communicate with your younger self. Because obviously you look at your kids and you see yourself, don't you? Of course, of course. And so I and, just... And you're, there's always those moments that remind you of a time when you were young exactly, and you felt like that. So exactly. you're kind of... What advice did you need to hear? Exactly. What, you know, what push did you need? What Ab- protection did exactly. you need? You're so right, you have to tap into yeah, that yeah. child version yeah, of you. yeah. Fast forward into like the older side of parenting. Yeah. So with your eldest, Mm -hmm. how do you handle what shouldn't be, but society makes them? Yeah. Difficult conversations around meeting partners and protecting themselves. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Alaya came home from school. Mm -hmm. This is obviously, we're not there yet. She came home from school and she said to me, I was on the toilet and she was like, are you on your period? (laughs) And I was like, huh? I didn't even know that, like, they told us this term, they're going to yeah. focus on X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I want you to know how they were going to do yes. it so I can okay. mirror that. And of how. course, of so course. They started all quite young. That was mm-hmm. last year when she mm-hmm. was just nine. They started young now because I think in this society, mm-hmm. children are starting their periods exactly. younger, so yes. they have to be armed. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, a, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how far, I don't think it's too far yeah. away, if I'm yeah. honest. But she just came in and she was so funny and she was just like, Are you on your, have you got tummy cramps? Oh, yeah. And like all these little things that she'd obviously like learned. She was like, these... have your nipples gone oh. darker? <laughs> I'm like, oh, not as far as I... And I was sort of like, no, darling. I said, it's all right, a little bit. I did yeah. have yesterday, but I'm okay today. It's not, yeah. it's not too... You know, it's kind of... I'm, I was really conscious of being comfortable yes. with it and yeah. not being weird. Even yeah. though the, the notion is weird because she's always my newborn in my eyes. Exactly. Like, this is... Exactly. This will be normal. Yeah. I don't want her to ever feel like it's uh-huh. not okay. Of course, of course, especially as a girl. Yeah. I th- so I think, again... I've always been really conscious of that. And I just think whenever they ask a question, they're ready to hear the answer. Yeah. Um, yeah. When when Tiani was eight, she asked me what an abortion was. And I, honestly, I nearly crashed my car. Because like, first of all, I was like, what? where the hell did you hear that? Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, and it's yeah. kind of, with kids, they're so matter of fact they are they really are i think that's how we need to deal with them Mm. you know and let them ask their questions like you i want to be the safe space for my children i want them to know you can come and ask me anything so tiani has spoken to me about how do you kiss or like you know what exactly does sex feel like and don't get me wrong it is the most (laughs) uncomfortable conversation you're just like Please, no. Please stop. God, no. <laughs> you know, Tasia's had a boyfriend and it's just kind of like, you they never stop being that little baby mm. in your arms. They never stop. But you remember being, a, a you know, a teenager, early 20s, like you remember that. And they're probably up to the same stuff. And you've got to, for me, it's kind of like, I don't want, I don't want them to feel like it's... um anything is being policed. Another thing that I'm very conscious of is like this idea of, that's only reserved for girls, is this idea of sexuality being a bad thing. Ah, yeah. I never thought about it until I became kind of like, I don't want anyone to have sex with my children ever. I mean, obviously nobody does. (laughs) But at the same time, at 22, it's good, you know. Do you know what I mean? It's you've bound got to, to be happen. Real. Yeah, yeah of course. To. Yeah. And 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 for me, you know, and at you don't first, want them to think that it's a bad that at well, twenty two. And that and that that was that was my because I was kind of like, 
at, at first, I was like, you know, people only have sex when they're married and, da, 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 you know, that yeah. was kind of... But then you start to realise that's ridiculous. And also, if she carries this through life, does she get to enjoy sex? Does she get to learn about her own yeah. sexuality and what she actually likes? And for me, it's kind of like, I have to give my children, I have to allow them that freedom. And, I, and you know, yes, they are my children, but they're not children they are yeah. you know i might feel like i'm speaking to, to a five year off at certain yeah. points of this whole and education e yeah. exactly and because i want to be a safe space you know there are there are conversations that they bring to me and i'm like oh my goodness please no or they'll, they'll send me like memes and stuff and you're just like oh my gosh <laughs> and and there are certain things like you know, I, I don't know, like, certain sexual things where I'm like, you know, like, everybody doesn't do that. And you can ask your but, friend this one. Yeah, literally, because <laughs> yeah. there are some things that... But I also don't want to... I don't want to be wanna... like society. No. I don't want to put them in a box. You want to be chill. You want yeah. them to feel like they can talk to you. Yeah. And like... But it, it, it is hard. It is mm. hard. As I said, Tasia is 22. By the time I was at her age, I had a two-year-old. Yeah. So I can't be silly about no. it. Do you know what I mean? And I've, it's not, you know, I'm not saying like, yeah, and you can't be hypocritical. Because and... yeah, exactly. you, you know, you were, and you're allowed to <laughs> feel evidence that I was to... sexually yeah. active. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so does she. She's exactly. like, I'm there to prove it, mama. <laughs> exactly. Like, but you don't, you know, sex is to be enjoyed, exactly. and it's supposed to be an mm -hmm. enjoyable, exactly. you know, act. And mm -hmm. she's allowed to explore exactly. that side of her, and, 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 and as she should yeah, do. Yeah. So I would say things like, you, "You should only have sex when you're married." Sex is for having babies, and also you don't <laughs> want to set them up to feel like anything other than having sex unless you're married, is a failure. Exactly, <laughs> you know? exactly. And, yeah. Yeah, and, and I, you know, so... It's because you want to put it off it, and you want to like, kick it, it is, down the road for a while. But again, I have to take, I have to decenter myself. It's mm. not, This is not about me. It's, so, it's such a weird thing. I don't want my children to have sex. That's me being honest about it. Well, of course, but, none of us like the idea but of I, that, do they? I also want them to have autonomy and I want them to... To, to know that it's to be enjoyed, mm. like it's not... And it's their choice. Yeah, it's yeah. their choice. I, you know, we, we speak about consent, we speak about... I want them to be empowered. No means no. Do, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and because of that, they're so open with me, sometimes scarily so, and you just... Yeah, but that's oh. the dream. If you've got kids that are <laughs> open with you, I mean, yeah. not the dream, maybe that there's bits that you don't want to know and you're sort of Absolutely. switching off. Yeah. But you know you've done a good job yeah. if your kids yeah. feel like... I, that was my mum. Mm, yeah. I could always talk to her openly. Mm. She never judged me. Yes. I could tell her anything. Yeah. And... She might be making a cup of tea while she does it. And, like, you know, yes. and now the adult me knows that she yeah. was probably thinking, what the hell am I going to answer this one <laughs> oh with? But I've always felt like she was mm. my best friend. I yeah. wouldn't have to... I did mm. have best friends that I could tell stuff yeah. to, but I wouldn't have to because yeah. she's got me. Yeah. Now, I'm going to move on to... Um, the next part which yes. I ask my guests every mm -hmm. week the same two questions mm -hmm. and they are what is the biggest thing you've learned since becoming a parent oh my goodness and what are you still figuring out okay so the the biggest thing I've learned is that children are like flowers and I'm just a gardener and that's all I'm supposed to be doing is tending to them you know assisting in their growth I'm tending the soil they don't belong to me they are theirs they belong to themselves and yeah they're not an extension of me you know mm. and yeah they are their own people and I, that's that's the biggest thing that I've learned yeah. they're not mine and so it's just I am yeah I'm literally giving them what I would hope are the tools to you know 
just survive and enjoy mm. the world, enjoy mm. their existence. Mm. The thing that I'm still figuring out is how to remain authentic mm. all the time. Yeah. Because what I've discovered is that being honest with them, like even, you know, over the past year, there've been moments I've cried in front of them. I'd, I'd never really cried like that in front of mm. them before, but, I'd, you know, there've been times where I've literally just broken down and allowed them to hold me like I probably held mm. them. But now I'm kind of like back on my feet. I'm like, okay, I'm all right now. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And, but I feel like it was a really beneficial time for them. So I'm finding, I'm finding that difficult to continue that kind of honesty and authenticity with them. And not snap back them. into the, I'm a mum yeah, boss role. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, it's almost like that, that armour that we put on ourselves. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, yeah, so, so, so I think I'm still trying to figure out how to be weak around them because... Mm. I want them to. I want them to see me as strong. Yeah, but I, I, but I think it benefits them to see my weakness yeah. as well as my strength. I suppose it's being comfortable. Yeah. with being. Yeah, know, yeah, fully authentic mm. around them. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because I think is. they take so much from it. But yeah. it's actually you learning that actually, how mm. do I? see this as normal yeah. because it's it's alien yeah. to, to what we're taught as raising Absolutely. kids is that goes back like it's archaic we yeah. have to be the ones that are yeah but actually mm. sometimes they fix us way more than they even oh know oh my gosh mm -hmm. oh my gosh it's so true and i think i think also as well as young women we don't want to build these robots like there is so much yeah. that for instance i went on to hollyoaks when i'd given birth nine weeks earlier mm. by cesarean section. I've mm -hmm. got to add that bit because, boy. Because um, th that, makes, that <laughs> makes the world a difference. Absolutely. So in between takes, I'm pumping milk, I'm pumping breast milk, and then I'm going back on the towel, oh, yeah, hi, hi. Yeah. And then probably crying because, you know, I'm like, oh, my yeah. gosh, what's happened? Yeah. And then I'm going back out. And I kind of feel like us women, we do the most incredible things like I've, I've started calling myself a gangster I've, I've started saying <laughs> I am so. a G like because <laughs> I'm like no but how how did I get here how am I here how yeah. am I how did I do that but that to me is kind of like it's such a blessing to have had my girls see it as much as I didn't enjoy them seeing it that, you know, they but it's hard another... for you when you're in it to see it any other way as this isn't mm -hmm. comfortable to me. But from the outside, mm -hmm. it's like the fact that your girls have seen you go through what you've gone through, mm -hmm. broken down, been on the floor, go through mm -hmm. the surgery, mm -hmm. have a baby, do this alone, go back mm -hmm. to work. But that yeah. to me is like, <laughs> girls, this is how you run stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then, do you know what I mean? This is how yeah. you, yeah. whatever cards you're dealt with, mm -hmm. we're going to make the best yeah, exactly. out of it. And I think that's what we all want to mm, teach our kids, absolutely. right? Whatever life throws at you, mm. you're going to be you and you're yeah. going to overcome it. Yeah, and absolutely. it's all temporary. Absolutely. I ask all my guests, yes. and we call this bit My Little Tips. Mm -hmm. So I would love a tip that I guess others can take from this. Yeah. I'd love <clears throat> to know your top tip on raising confident young women. I think really focusing on celebrating, and I mean celebrating everything. You know, the act of gratitude and stuff <laughs> like that. I think that's kind of widely spoken about. But also, for instance, we celebrate when the girls have started their periods. 
they get this special box. I make them a box. Oh, I love this. Yeah. <laughs> make them a box and they've got all the stuff in there and it's kind of, you know, like chocolate, you know, the bits some that pans, people just little, want. Do you know well, what yeah. I mean? Um, and, and also like things that they can keep. So it's kind of like it was a special, it was a special day when this happened. Really focusing on celebrating and also promoting the things that you want for your children so you know like things like rest and stuff like that like Mm. we live in such a productive society and I just kind of feel like we've got to give our girls especially because we know we know what it's like to be women and you you you're you're required and you're needed and you're and you're assumed to be yeah it's all expected isn't it do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. kind of like actually sometimes you can just say no and be like you know what I'm staying in bed today. Yeah. I'm staying in bed all day and I'm going to... Because that's what the doctor orders. Yeah. 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 And that's what I know. And, I, you know, I teach them to trust my intuition. I think I've given you about 84 tips here. Sorry. Wait, but, I, I, I'm but here yeah. for all of them. I'm here for all of them. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think celebration is really important. Celebrating their bodies, celebrating their hair, celebrating mm. their friendships, celebrating their kindness, celebrating, you know, who they are and what they are. I, I do a thing... <laughs> sound like a weirdo here but i do a thing every single day with the girls and uh one of them is always daughter of the day it's just oh, silly that's so cute. <laughs> just a silly little sometimes it's sometimes it's dream the baby yeah, yeah you know yeah. but and it's and it's something that they all genuinely look forward to and if i forget it's like mommy who's daughter of the day who's daughter of the day and it's kind of like but it's just an opportunity to celebrate the very small things that mm. they might have done you know I, I don't know true you you picked up my thing off the floor yeah. and it was so kind and i think yeah it's celebrating things that aren't necessarily celebrated especially in this day and age but yeah i think celebrate everything celebrate everything because we should we should celebrate small ourselves wins, yeah more so than the big mm-hmm. ones sometimes yeah, absolutely absolutely that. thank absolutely. you that oh was gosh, thank so you. brilliant oh, thank, thank you. you thank, thank you, you. What a great chat. I think it's such an important conversation to have around raising women to be their confident selves in every capacity. It was so good to speak to Jamelia about her experience. Having four girls, what an incredible woman she is. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode. We'll be back again next week with another wonderful guest. So make sure you follow the My Little Coco podcast wherever you get your podcasts to make sure you get the latest episodes as soon as they are available. For more helpful products and inspiration on all things baby, visit the advice section on boots.com today. You'll also receive helpful advice and inspiration completely tailored to your stage of pregnancy or for the age of your child. And if you download the Boots app, you'll receive digital offers too.